Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, former Long Beach City Councilwoman Jan Hall, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show will be former Long Beach City Councilwoman Jan Hall. Jan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Jan spent more than 40 years uh, as an elected official uh, at the state level, at the county level, and of course for the city of Long Beach. And uh, Jan, uh, which of those three levels of government uh, did you find most interesting? Oh, I think the one that I enjoyed the most was being on the city council in Long Beach. My city and being able to make a difference was special. And when you walk around, you served three terms. Uh, there were not term limits at the time. So right. Three terms as a councilwoman. So you became very well known and part of the community. And I'm sure uh, shopping at Ralph's or wherever, people would stop you and either complain or compliment, as the case may be. Oh, absolutely. And I, that part I love, too. Um, I'm not sure my children did because <laughs> they, everybody knew them. And if they did something not right. Oh, the word... No, <laughs> they knew who not to call. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've noticed uh, that that politics seems to be more interesting as you get down down in the trenches as, as a mayor or a council person, as opposed to someone making speeches in Sacramento or Washington D.C. Oh, I think that's true. But I think mostly from my perspective, as I say, I mean, I grew up here, so everything that I was involved in was for my town. And our yeah. city is maybe a big t city, but it's a small town. You know, that is so true. Uh, that's an accurate definition of Long Beach, the biggest small town in America. F seventh largest city in the state, 33rd largest in the country, and yet we have this small town feeling. Everyone seems to know each other. Oh, not only know each other, but our parents knew each other, and therefore, and our kids know each other, and my grandchildren. When I, they go to school, they go, oh, are you Jan Hall's uh, granddaughter? Yeah. And they proudly say, yes, I'm yeah. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> they might want to say no. Well, one of the first uh, uh, big events that you got involved in, and people may not know this if, who haven't lived in Long Beach for a long time, but there was a proposal to, to build an ex expressway across the town. I guess it would be a continuation of 7th Street, I'm not sure, or maybe somewhere else, but it was going to go rip the town in half, and, and you led the charge against to stop that, ultimately successful. How did that all turn well, out? Well, it, it turned out wonderfully well. It was uh, part of the state freeway maps, which had programmed that every freeway north and south and east and west would be three miles apart, and it was Pacific Coast Freeway Route 1, it started in, at the Oregon border and went down to uh, the Mexican border. It was 14 oh. lanes through Long Beach. And How, 14 it, lanes? Yes, it came off of the freeway 
at 7th Street, 14 lanes, where you see Costa del Sol and Del Lago and Spinnaker. Those and we'd have this 14, they must have, they must have been joking or out of their minds. To no, actually the city council had already signed the agreement. Really? There was a bridge over the Colorado Lagoon. It took out five schools, took out part of Wilson High School, part of Poly, and it was, would have changed the entire character of Abs the city of Long Beach. Absolutely. And we stopped it. And Senator then, George Duke Mason, carried the bill, and jo Jim Hayes, Assemblyman for the State of California, carried the other bill, and Ronald Reagan signed it. And it's the first freeway ever deleted in the history of the State of California, and the only freeway ever deleted. Wow. And why would the council vote for something like this? Well, in those days, freeway construction was a big deal. Jobs and all. And I don't even know jobs. All I yeah. know is that the city council approved it, and it didn't get built. And you, uh, uh, of course, included that in your campaign literature when you ran for city council. Sure. But remember, I was only 29 years old when I did that. Really? Four little kids. So you were a troublemaker at, uh, before you were 30. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and other things that you got involved with uh, before and uh, during your council race. Oh, well, let's see. I also chaired the committee that wrote the master plan for the east end of town where we now have all the new construction, now old, but southeast. The sea dip. Southeast. You were involved in the writing of CDIP. I chaired the committee. You chaired it. Yes. And that still is the law today. Yes. Although we were trying to change it and, right. and tweak it, but, but that still is, that's, that's 30 years ago or more. Yep. And it was the first, right after the um, Coastal Act passed, it was the first local coastal plan ever adopted by the state of California. So CDIP was actually part of the Coastal Act protecting the shoreline for everybody. Well, CDIP was the master plan for Long Beach that then got incorporated into the local coastal plan and the statewide coastal plan. But we had already started the master planning and as I say, with it passed unanimously and the developers, the homeowners, and the city staff all supported it and I'm proud of that. And today, right now as we speak, a project is being built on 2nd and PCH, which at least to me is a very exciting project of a, of a high-class shopping center. We, we don't have enough good shops in Long Beach, and uh, we lose tax revenue because of that. Well, that project is an exciting project. It's replacing a hotel that had seen its better days, and other proposals had been much more significantly difficult for this end of town, and so it is consistent with the original C-dip. It is. Yes. It is. Well, we'll be continuing this wonderful discussion, but first we pause for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks.
At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. We're back, continuing this fascinating conversation with former Long Beach City Councilwoman Jan Hall. Jan also had extensive service at the state level. And let me take off from her resume a couple of her positions. She held Deputy Director of the California Department of Transportation, Deputy Secretary for Commerce and Housing in the California Business Housing and Transportation Agency, uh, interim director for the California Department of Commerce. A lot of stuff up there. Tell us a little bit about some of those jobs. Well, um, those jobs were wonderful um, tools for me to get smarter. And I learned so much because I learned about things like um, how state government works and some of the That's silly... That's kind of a frightening it's thought. It's terribly to... frightening and how <laughs> some of the laws can be really very, very destructive. And you were appointed by uh, then-Governor Pete Wilson. That's right, yes. And uh, do, you, do you get involved then with this uh, political gestalt up in Sacramento where you guys know each other and uh, work together or work against each other? You know, it was interesting in the olden days, and I call those the olden days because it's been over 20 years since I was part of that, or around 20, um, there used to be a wonderful opportunity to solve problems and compromise. And the uh, word, I think, that has become forbidden, but is much, much important in solving the problems facing the Reaching across the aisle. Absolutely. And so, you know, you can disagree, but you can still um, be able to talk to each other and, and compromise and say, okay, what is best for the people of the state? And what's happened that has moved, and it's certainly true at the federal level, and you're referencing the state level, why has, uh, why has this change come about where there's this tribalism and, uh, and political uh, correctness? You know, I'm not really sure, but what I do know in my heart is part of it is term limits. People were running and could run and be representative if they were pleasing their voters. And so they weren't limited to two terms. They weren't limited to what they could or couldn't do. They weren't limited to um, two terms and then looking for a new office. So I think term limits has been part of the problem because you're always running for the next office. Uh, Chuck, uh, Bob Foster, former mayor of Long Beach, used to make this argument, I don't know, whether he did publicly or not, but in favor of eliminating uh, term limits is that, and I, I uh, it resounded to me, uh, people should be able to stay in office long enough 
so that the results of their lousy votes have come <laughs> back right. to haunt them. <laughs> that's right, and they can learn from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really do believe that um, that has changed some of the opportunities that the voters have to have elected officials keep their, their uh, promise to the public. Because if they get elected and they have two terms and they're already looking for their next, next term, job, yeah. They're busy campaigning. They're not busy serving. Yeah. And, we and we talked about this before we went out, out, before we went on air, but, but having had the opportunity and privilege of interviewing dozens and scores of elected officials on this show over the last 25 years, uh, you notice that some elected officials seem to want to get elected to, to be somebody and others to do something. And you can quickly distinguish between the two. Well, you can't. And my, my life has been doing something. I don't care if it was building a park at Marina Vista Park, my Marine Stadium, or developing opportunities for people to get jobs, building transportation systems that would serve the public and serve the economic development of the LA County, which I was involved in, being a part of the things that needed to be done as when I was at Caltrans, we did all the retrofitting for all the bridges in the state of California after the earthquake. Oh, yes. And that was a big deal, and it needed to be done, but it was a task that needed to be done. We didn't steal money from the transportation fund, as they do now, to take care of the problems. We'd solved them. Think back, uh, if you can, of, of one or two of the most satisfying moments in your state service and maybe one of the most frustrating. Oh, well, let's see. Probably the most satisfying was when I was asked, and I was asked frequently by the governor to be a troubleshooter and resolve issues where there was a, a real divide between the public and the um, public uh, and the private sector. Yes. And um, the idea that I had a developer who had, was ready to open up a building, had a, a lease from UC Davis, but because of the bureaucracy was being challenged and couldn't open his building and start to make money, and I resolved that in a week, that felt good. Yes. It had yes. been going on for five years. Wow. And so that's the kind of thing that I take great pride in. And then another one, frankly, is the transportation system as it relates to L.A. County and the funding the chair of the, of the uh, Southern California Rapid Transit District when we built that subway and where we got the money and we uh, started a system yes. that today is serving many, many people. To me, that was, that's what I do best is yeah. Finding and what way. about something frustrating that you, that you oh, still remember? Oh, frustrating that I still remember. Maybe everything's frustrating. No, I, really, I never got frustrated. Yeah. I, I don't see, I don't remember anything that I didn't, couldn't figure out, which sounds terribly egotistical and probably not true. <laughs> well, over 30 years, uh, a remarkable career, and in, uh, in this upcoming last segment, we call the Up Close and Personal. We'd like to get to know you a little bit better uh, on television. So stay with us. We'll be back after these commercial messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the week? I got no idea. 
But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. Continuing this marvelous discussion with our former Long Beach City Councilwoman Jan Hall. Uh, Jan, uh, we'd like to get to know you a little bit better here on television. And uh, uh, what do you remember growing up? When did you first get a sense that you, uh, uh, public service was uh, going to be your field? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. But I, I think I could share with you, I think I shared shared with others that in first grade when I ran for president of the class I lost <laughs> but I lost by one vote and I lost because I thought it was bad manners not to vote to vote for myself and you voted for the other guy well yes and so I learned <laughs> that lesson early but I think what what got me convinced that public service might be an opportunity for me was when I was going through school and as an adult realizing that I could help make a difference in my community and in people's lives. And perhaps you were doing it a little bit earlier than, than many other women. Uh, I'm not sure I wasn't uh, living here at the time, but I'll bet that the majority of the city council were men at the time that you served. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And when I was serving and doing these things, you know, frankly, um, <laughs> as a nice blonde lady with four little kids. It was absolutely unbelievable that um, I was doing what I was doing. Oh, really? Doing. So you, you were a, a standout for the mere fact that you, not the mere fact, but the fact that you were a woman with kids doing all this stuff, yeah. and your colleagues were almost all, if not all, men. Right. And everyone was one And did you get pushback because you were a woman from your male colleagues? Do you know that I know that women feel that way? I never felt I got pushed back because I never let it bother me. If uh, I wanted to do something, yeah. I would do it. And yeah. I had a mother 
that believed that anything that I wanted to do, I was capable of doing. She she drilled that into you. At I don't know that age. she drilled it. She just, she just she, supported it. Yeah. If I said, Mom, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and she'd go, oh, well, that's a good idea, and probably uh. privately was thinking to herself, my daughter's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so growing up in that environment was really nurturing uh, whatever it was. you felt that you wanted to do. And of course, you went to, to Cal Berkeley, was it? Uh-huh. So not just a pretty face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do hey, that. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, what, are, what are some of the things that really pop out as you look back at your really distinguished career uh, yeah, of service? Uh, uh, some things that maybe uh, stick in your mind? You know, I think what, I, what really sticks in my mind are three things. First of all, the fact that I was lucky enough to have four children and be able to see them grow up and become a part of their communities as hard workers and people that really, really cared. My kids were tortured because I always made sure that they were part of my campaigns. Oh. <laughs> and they would be in the standing in the receiving line at my fundraisers. Giving out flyers. No, they weren't giving up flowers because they would Flyers. Wouldn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but they had to learn to speak to people, to adults, and it really has served them well. So I'm proud of that. And, and, and now they're growing up, of course, but you probably have a chance to reflect with them about some of those times, and they must have oh, some, yes. some happy memories. Well, they do. One daughter said to me just a couple of weeks ago, because we planted, uh, I mean, Marina Vista Park, I said I built that. Well, I wasn't kidding. We had pickaxes and shovels and planted the grass because yes. there was no money. So I organized people and we planted that. And my daughter was saying, hey, mom, you know, I remember when we planted that grass and it still really looks good. So you created a lot of memories yes. today for those kids back then. I did. Yeah. yeah. Did any of them choose to go into public service or get involved? Or maybe many of them did. You know, they didn't go into public service by definition like their mother. But every one of them is a volunteer at some point. Yes. It's some... Aspect. And that's so important for any community to have volunteers that work to better the community and enrich the community. That's right. And they do that. And Long Beach is, is filled with those kind of folks. Yep. And they really Still. are. Still. And, and you're a great example of that. Yeah, my grandchildren are doing it too. I mean, we really believe, and I'm so thrilled, that these kids are carrying on this, this feeling that we owe to the community, what we've gotten from it. Wow, wow. And that's a big deal. You know, John McCain said, was, was quoted in his funeral saying, uh, I thank the country that's given me the opportunity to do so much. I mean, here's someone who did so much for his country, but he's oh, thanking the country for giving him the chance right. to serve. Yeah, and I mean, I feel that way strongly, and that's how I grew up. Yeah. And you give back. And I continue to try to give back. And it makes uh, life so much more enriching to, to, to lead that kind of life, I would imagine. Well, it does. And you know, the, the other kinds of things, I mean, building the subway, that was a big deal. Subway in LA County. Um, building parks, physically making things happen, um, never giving up. 
yeah. on anything. Yeah. And I mean, I sat on the California Housing Finance Agency Board of Directors. What did that group do? They had funding for low-income housing that developers would come to the state based on certain criteria. Yes. And we would review those and make decisions as to how to make that happen. Um, on the Department of Commerce, when I was the interim director, we were talking about ways to make business responsible but easier to do business in the state of California. A new concept we at that need, time. We, we, need, we need help in that area today. We do. So, okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. I think Long Beach is very fortunate in having had someone like our guest, uh, former councilwoman Jan Hall, as part of our community, both as a, as a councilwoman for three terms and then service at the state level and the county level and, and really making a difference. So Jan, thank you for all that you've done over, over many, many years and have a minute to say whatever you want. Well, I really appreciate that and thank you very much for having me on this show. I'm still in Long Beach and I'm still active. I'm president of the Homeowners Association. I'm active in Musical Theater West and I still care about this city and I want to make sure that we address the issues, especially transportation and traffic issues that we have. So I haven't given up yet, um, and maybe I won't until I kick the bucket. Wonderful. Well, no better way to go out than doing what you love. That's right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And thank you at home for watching. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 
at straighttalktv.com.